From the 25th of May 2020, when Kay rented me my first apartment as a gift, to the 25th of May 2021, which was my last birthday, a lot has happened. I never believed a lot could happen in a year. But well, this is my world. If you are new here, welcome to the Machi Podcast. Please go through the episodes before you listen to this one in order to understand the whole journey. If you are a returning subscriber, this is your girl, Machi of Lagos. And I am saying a big welcome back. This is the GCM Podcast, the Girl Called Machi Podcast, where everyone can be themselves and tell it as it is. You know, I thought it was over. I thought I was not going to suffer or struggle again. I mean, I had a house and my then 50K job. To me, it was a great life. I didn't know. (laughs) Oh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew that I was just getting into another face. A face that was even much more hard a face of trying to figure out how to manage 50,000 naira salary to feed myself and my sister to transport myself to and for work to save for the next rent and at least buy myself some things that I needed <laughs> Limao. and that was one of the toughest lessons I had to learn on my own wasn't quite good at it but I tried and may I inform you that even the job I was hoping on (laughs) it later failed me my then employer who said uh, the COVID affected sales decided to close down the boutique that I was managing and I lost my job (laughs) oh my god I lost the one thing I was holding on to. This was a face of suffering, a face of starvation, a face of hunger. I and my sister entered into a new face of suffering pro max. Like, she was still trying to figure out her life in Lagos, get a hang of Lagos, try, she was trying to learn a skill then, it was tough for her, so like, I wasn't even expecting anything from her, we would drink Gary in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, we would go to um, the, the woman who owned the shop close to our street, and we would beg her to give us granuts on credit, at least let's use the granola to drink the gari and feel good man you know <laughs> and then sometimes we'll go and, uh, 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 and we'll go and borrow noodles on credit sometimes we'll, uh, our debt will pile up and pile up up to two thousand three thousand and you know the shameful the shameful act of that you know, having to see us as oh, beautiful girls and then we cannot even pay our bills when we walk out the street to walk out in shame and all that. I didn't know I was ever going to go back to that life. But well, maybe what was ahead of me was bigger than I thought. 
and I had I had to go through all that. I had to I had to get this story. So I decided to start life from somewhere, you know. I decided to think of something that I could do. And then it dawned on me that I could drop ship fashion items, you know, drop shipping is where someone sells so you can take their product and post on your state your Facebook or your WhatsApp or even your IG and if you get people that buy, you buy you collect you use collect their money, buy from the person, add some profit on top and that's it. Yeah. So I was getting some two thousand, one one thousand on top of these transactions. Thank God it was going well. I mean slow but it, but at least someone was buying so we had money to pay off our debt and eat at least cook rice or something else apart from drinking gary and noodles after that phase of um just getting one thousand and two thousand i said to talk to my best friend who was also in this business but in a bigger way i told her that i wanted to go into this business in a bigger way but i don't have capital so what could i do she introduced me into becoming a procurement person that I could gather um, small business owners, people that import from China, and I could help them buy these goods. She would teach me how to buy the goods on the sites, get dealers, help them, just help them go through the stress of buying, importing to Nigeria, clearing and all that. So I started. As God will bless me, I had saved some money up from the drop shipping and I could pay for some ads so I created a little flyer and I started running the ads I ran the ads and called for um, business owners that I can help them get their goods from China and all that and it was good the turnout was good and I made money I was happy it was like oh my god it was an aha moment for me like oh wow is this me making good money i was making good money guys and then this was last year let's i think see august or oh, september rather i did it for september october and then november was when i was supposed, we're supposed to buy the last goods for the year um you know because when you're buying things from outside the country and you want to buy during December, it's always very difficult. So you have to buy November, you have to buy November so that by December, first week of December, your goods will arrive. But if you buy December, your goods might not even arrive till January. So November was the last set of goods we were supposed to get. And I had collected money from these vendors worth over 300,000 naira. And I wanted to buy goods for them. I bought the goods. I was happy. I made my gain. In fact, I even started buying things I was going to, you know, take home for Christmas. You know, I was already happy, jubilating that, oh my God, my year actually ended well. So I, 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 um, ordered for the goods and I started living my life off the profit that I made only for those goods to come and <laughs> over half of it was fake and then about half of it too 
did not even come half of the goods that i ordered did not even come at all you guys i ran into serious debt what do you want me to tell these people um i ordered goods for you didn't come more what exactly was I going to tell these people that gave me their money and trusted me so much? Where the hell was I going to get 300 over 350,000 naira to pay back these people? Okay, what about the profit that I already had already used to enjoy life and buy some things? How was I going to pay back this money? I entered into another, another trouble, another wahala again just when i thought i was going to breathe just when i thought i was going to rest another one came i don't know how i got through this stage of my life but wow it was tough guys it was tough it started to teach me that some of us are on a journey and the things we're going to face is is bigger than what we even can imagine but we have to keep going we cannot give up. I ran into trouble. These people were calling me. They were not seeing their goods. I didn't even know what to say. Everybody, you know, uh, everybody was celebrating December happy. I went back home crying to my mother. I cried so badly. My mother even joined me to cry. I was asking her, Mommy, am I cursed? Is there something wrong? Is it not my mates that go to these Lagos and they just, they just, they just meet people that help them? Why don't I have a helper? I would cry to my mom day in, day out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how I was going to pay them to 350,000 naira. Oh, wow. So, guys, I came into another phase of my life. A difficult phase again. After December, after January, we, we came back to Lagos. I am my sister. I had still not paid that debt. I didn't even know what to do. They were still calling me. My phones were ringing. People were sending me threats. I was somewhere insulting me. Some just... Uh, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a whole lot. Um, while I was there at home, one day I was watching TV. And I saw this woman. She was uh, on TV, you know. While, I, while, while in my mom's house... I saw this one on TV. She was um, talking about real estate. And I was like, oh, makes sense. Because prior to that time, a friend of mine had mentioned s- selling a particular land like that, you know. And I was like, oh, I've not seen we buy shoe that I'm selling. Is to go and buy land. Who do I have on my contact list that will buy land? So I showed it. So that day, I don't know what really just drew me to that woman. She was talking about real estate, so she got to a point, she displayed her number on the screen. I don't know what pushed me, I just took the number. And when I took the number, I called her that, Ma, I want to go into real estate. Please, what do I need to have? She said, nothing, just have the drive, a smartphone, like I used to make videos, and that's it. And we discussed, and she said, whenever I get back to Lagos from the holiday, that I should um, call her, meet her up, and let's start my journey. 
So when I got back to Lagos, I started my journey in real estate. Need I remember, sorry, why did I say that? <laughs> Need I remind you guys that this was a new year. And by May 25th, which was my birthday, my house rent will expire. How was I going to pay a house rent of 350000 and a debt of over 350000 for someone who literally does not even have up to 10,000 naira in her accounts. <laughs> it was real funny, guys. It was real funny. But I got to Lagos strong. I received all the insults I could receive from the vendors in good faith. I started, like joke, I started posting real estate. <laughs> Nobody was even looking at my side. You know, I looked on serious like, whoa. Is this you are selling? Or you are selling house? Which one? I looked on serious. I looked like a total fool. But I said, well, it won't cost me anything. I'll keep posting. On some days, I will not even have data. I will lie down in the house and I will cry. I will think about my life and I will cry. But guess what? Through this, or I don't know how, I survived being a happy girl. I survived. I was happy. I mean, I'll cry, and then the next minute, I start dancing in the house. Those things kept me sane. Being myself kept me sane. Fast forward to May twenty fifth, which was my last birthday this year, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. I had no house to leave. My landlord had given me some time. There was nothing coming for I still had debt that I had not even cleared even one. I had not sold any property from the real estate. I was just there thinking about going back to my mother's house. Maybe all this was a mistake. Maybe dropping out from school was a big mistake. Maybe coming to Lagos was a big mistake. I sat in my room and I would cry. And I would say, God, this is such a disgrace. The man who gifted me this house is no more my boyfriend. We had broken up in an ugly way. In a very ugly way. How am I going to get the rent for this house? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay this debt? I don't have a job. I don't have... Wow. So, it was time. It was time to pack my things and leave. First, the question was, where was I going to pack all my belongings? My cushion, my curtains. Well, well, I tried to sell those cushions. They were pricing them stupidly. Pricing cushion of... I think he bought those cushions for like 70000 They were pricing it for 30, 30k. What was 30k going to do for me? So I was like, okay, let me take these things and keep them at Shima's house. So for those of you who don't know Shima, Shima is my sister's best friend. The person I was living with her initially when I got to Lagos until she left Lagos and then later came back. So she came back and now she had her own place. So I, 
I decided to go drop my stuff at Shima's place. A lot of you may ask, oh, why couldn't you just stay with her? She lived with her boyfriend. She still does. Like, it was a one-room apartment. So how was I going to now enter a one-room apartment with a couple and start to inconvenience them? Well, I don't even have a job to contribute to food and all that. So I begged her. She said, okay, that I can come and keep my things there. So I kept my cushion, my everything there. And I packed my bag and said, I want to go back to Ebony State, to my mom's house. Let me rest. Let me go there. Maybe I'll start a new life there. This was me giving up. This was me giving up, guys. I was done. I was done. I packed my bag and I left. I went back to the same place I swore never to go back to. I was going through all this and <laughs> and people on my WhatsApp contact were busy telling me, Ooh, you're shining, baby girl, slaying. I was dying, I wasn't slaying. I just had few good clothes that I could wear, package, and put my my smile that is always there and people would think wow she has a perfect life she's doing well i wasn't doing well i wasn't doing well it was one of the worst period of my life the shame that i had a house before and now i don't have any way to live in lagos again it was like i was going back to the past wait i thought i was over that phase But well, thank God for people like Shima who even allowed me to keep my things at her place. She told me, she said, Machi, stay. We'll manage. Machi, I want you to stay. But the, I could not. I couldn't. I don't know if you guys feel me. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. But I just couldn't. It was hard. How could I live with these people and inconvenience them? I don't have money to contribute. And they were not really buoyant too. How will I do that? I went back home and day I got back home, my mom cried. She wept. She said, she said, Mama, you came back? And with tears in my eyes. I told her, Mommy, might be for a while or not, but please let me rest. I'm tired. I'm tired. My mom cried. And then she said, Welcome, stay. You cannot die. You've tried. I don't want to tell you guys how my mind was I think I was going through anxiety issues I had I was losing it oh and my sister you may ask well she had a friend who was really kind kind enough to accommodate her for as long as she wanted to stay so her part was solved 
she moved into her friend's place and she was comfortable her friend never made her feel anyhow feel bad or feel anything she was comfortable so if I could really come out of all the 2021 slash 2020 slash 2021 had for me then anyone can come out of anything you just hang in there and talk to me about whatever you're facing you know that you can always talk to my chief of lagos that is the whole reason for this podcast i want you to tell me what you're i want i want you to be open and be real about the face that you're going through I'm bringing my story here because I want you guys to understand that someone understands you. Someone understands what it means to be stagnant. Someone understands what it means to not have help from anywhere. Someone understands what it means to go days without food. Someone understands what it means when you said, I'm hungry. Someone feels it. Someone understands when you when you when you say you are broke. Someone understands when you say you don't have one thousand in your account. Someone does, and that girl is me. The reason I'm putting this out here is for people that are struggling like me, that what people that went through what I went through to be able to, you know, draw strength from my story. This is not the end of it. It continues. So please listen to the Machi podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and I am Apple iTunes. Yeah, yes, we are. You can go to your iTunes store, your podcast, Apple Podcast, and different platforms and just type a girl called Machi and the podcast is going to pop up. Do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to text me, drop a message, leave a message for me. I will be so glad to hear from you. That is that for this episode. I'll see you on Friday next week. From me to you is I love you and there is absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Have an amazing life. Bye.